Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. Today I want to talk about a philosophical thing that comes up periodically, particularly associated with my own work. I've had a number of projects, but obviously Noble Ape is probably the longest running, or at least the best known, or at least the longest running, let's just put it that way. And I find it fascinating, the notion of, like, historical digging, like... The fact that perhaps somewhere in the past there was good work that was done associated with Noble Ape. Let's use Noble Ape as an example. And if I could just get back to that past, just get back to that thing and look at it anew, then I will have a way of explaining something new in Noble Ape and, in fact, continuing the project on Fords. This is a theoretical idea that I see a number of people doing. I see a lot of historical romance associated with certain things. This is not the way I do things. My experience has always been that when I go back, particularly associated with my own work, and look at stuff in the past, it's not the stuff that is now. The nature of continuous work, the nature of continually adapting and adding to things, means that what existed in the past had flaws that were in the past. So, for example, for a number of years I maintained old computers so I could boot them up and run Noble 8 periodically, and then I came to the realisation that actually this was not a romantic thing. This was actually very curious. I could see how slow things were. It was relatively painful to work through these computer interfaces. And the idea is that the contemporary computing that we have before us is the best format to run this technology. Now, you can do it with a wide variety of other things other than just software. But I often reflect, particularly on my writing on a variety of things that have happened in the past that really I can't have this romantic view associated with it. Now, don't get me wrong. I have a number of things that I collect that are old and interesting to me, and I like reading old books. But there is something about the now, in particular associated with the information and the ideas that can propagate, which means that I can't look back misty-eyed on particular time frames. Occasionally I'll go back and listen to the podcast that I recorded 2008-2009 and it strikes me that I am a very different person then than I am now. The experiences I've had between then and now have dramatically impacted my perspective and my philosophy. And although I find it interesting, although it's very curious to hear statements that seem remarkably wise and uncharted, I can't find a way of romanticizing or eulogizing the past in such a way. Now, as I noted, there are a number of things that I take from the past, a number of things that collect from the past, that interest me from the past, but practically a lot of the insights associated with the now have to be generated in a contemporary fashion. They need modern analysis. They need really up-to-the-minute analysis. And it's something that I find really curious associated with this notion not of political conservatism, because that doesn't meaningfully exist. In fact, the nature of political conservatism is they'll accept almost an infinite number of changes, just not changes in particular areas that they want to note. But my perspective associated with analysis of the contemporary, particularly when I look at political movements that eulogize the 17th century, these kind of things all seems very curious to me. All seems very ill-advised, and it seems like something that I can't actually utilise in my general toolkit. To this end, obviously, in terms of the change of perspective, in terms of the change of information, in terms of a wide variety of changes, it doesn't look like what I had in the past to what I have now can really lead any degree of benefit. In fact, where I am currently, 
encompasses a lot of this stuff in the past, a lot of this information, I mean, particularly in terms of software and these kind of things. And I really can't feel bad about not having some of the things that I had in the past. The two examples I will provide is the Schmuck Quest manuals, which I wrote when I was probably about 12 through to about 15, that friends of mine, well, acquaintances of mine, used to build a comic book series that they wrote, I guess, when I was 17 through to 19, almost verbatim. It was very curious to having, you know, written these satiristic software manuals to have people actually take this text and turn it into comic book form. The other thing I'll talk about is the field of chaos writing, because what I have done historically, I mean, what's available currently on Lulu and these kind of things, is a distillation of a lot of prior writing. There are no copies of the old manuscripts of Field of Chaos. The old manuscripts of Field of Chaos have amazing drawings and kind of curious photos and a lot of strange computer art that I was developing at the time. They were designed to be as much aesthetic as they were readable. And unfortunately, all these copies have just disappeared. The box that I had with them was lost when my stuff was in storage in Australia. My friend, who had a copy of it, decided to pass the copy on to someone who was supposedly going to send it to me, disappeared completely. Who knows whatever happened to that. And the original disc files that I had for both the SchmuckQuest manuals and also the early writings of Field of Chaos... These discs were in formats of software that never updated. I remember someone telling me, I think it was a sister of a friend of mine or something like that, in 1996, that I needed to move all my documentation to PDF format. I just thought, why would I want to put it in this curious Adobe format? Well, now we fast forward and we realise all the document formats that I used completely out of date now. And PDF maybe, might be, still could have been openable. But I didn't do the conversion at the time. And quite frankly, I don't know what benefit it would give me to have this information here now. On one of these old computers, before I donated it to charity, I was able to open up one of the SchmuckQuest manuals and read for about half an hour through the SchmuckQuest manuals and reflect on the humour and the period of time and all these things. I've never actually received the comic books that were generated by the SchmuckQuest manuals. I did see them. I just wasn't going to purchase them, and quite frankly, I didn't really want to carry them around. It was kind of a curious situation. I have communicated with the guy that drew the comic books, and he, you know, said, oh yeah, I'll send you the manuals. He also has some old tapes of, you know, rap music that I participated in, either that I DJed on or rapped on, which I did in 92 through to 94, and he has a lot of these original tapes which don't exist anymore, and he's never sent them to me. He's never copied them, never digitally copied them. He contacted me periodically from about 98 through to about 2002, saying, oh yes, I'll send you the stuff, oh yes, I'll digitise the stuff. It never happened. I don't care. The stuff is in the past. The stuff that interests me is currently. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.